Welcome to the Talking About Life podcast. I am your host, Ian Lepkowski. On Twitter, my handle is at K-O-W-S-K-Y underscore E-T-H, as in the first three letters of Ethereum. My E-N-S is Kowski.eth. We always start the Talking About Life podcast by thanking God and the universe, being grateful for whatever magic exists that gets these guests on the show, gets people to say yes and share their personal stories. If you don't believe in God, universe, source, whatever, you know, if you be- believe in something bigger than you, that's what we're talking about. It's pretty open. I'm a pretty open-minded guy. Uh, and there's really no rules to the show except keep it passionate and keep it positive. We do not encourage, you know, violence or negativity or anything of that nature. We also start by thanking the guest. Today's guest is Alex Lim. AlexLim.eth is his ENS. His Twitter handle is at Alex Lim, spelled out dot ETH. So it's at A-L-E-X-L-I-M-D-O-T-E-T-H. His Twitter bio reads, I play that tambourine, love my family and friends, love the blockchain, love NFTs, hate envy and pride. There's also uh, a link to alwaysbeststorytelling.com. There is one T in that. So be careful if you're going to that link. A-L-W-A-Y-S-B-E-S-T-O-R-Y-T-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. So you can definitely tell us what that is. I'm going to be curious about that. But to start off, why don't you just let us know, you know, how you're doing tonight and how you're doing in general. And if you want to add anything to that bio. That's awesome. Thanks, Ian. That's a wonderful introduction. Very professional indeed. Thank you very much. Pleasure to hear it. (laughs) So uh, um, no, nothing much. Nothing much to add. Um, we can just go right into it. I, I'd rather just keep it like you know, two guys talking, getting to know each other. <clears throat> if I'm thinking I'm doing a, a a podcast, it makes me a little bit nervous and clam up. So yeah, no, we're not. Yeah. We're not. We're not. Don't don't yeah. think about it. Um. So yeah. So why don't you tell? Me, yeah. So if you have questions for me, feel free to ask. But um, I'm definitely curious to know what is what is this always best storytelling thing? If you oh, just so start with that. okay. That, that one's actually that's that's a quite an old website. I, it's still live. It's uh, stands. For, it's actually uh, always be storytelling. It was just one of the many oh. <laughs> always be storytelling. You know how, how it used I'm to so, be like so always sorry. be selling. You know that there's always the that that trope from I can't remember what movie it is. Um. Was it uh, American Hustler or something like that? That that trope about always be selling. So I, I kind of played with that or always be storytelling. So for a while I was doing videography and uh, it was a, a passion of mine. I guess that's at least a decade ago already. But, you know, it's one of those projects I worked on for a couple of years and didn't kick off. So I, I move on, you know, and, and that's been kind of a, a thing with my life about passions and, and interests, you know. Dude, I love it. I I'm cracking up here. I'm like looking at it now. It is obviously always be storytelling. <laughs> I'm like I'm like yeah. There's like one T, and then I'm like yeah. Oh, there's no other S like for the story. Like I don't even know what I was thinking. I was trying to rationalize it. <laughs> I was on the fly there. I was like looking at it close. I the bio, but I didn't think about the link until I was in the moment, and then I was like, wait, what does that say? So thank you, thank you for clarifying no that. So you said it's the old link. So you're not you're not really uh you're not contributing. No, to the no, I, I yeah, it's, like, it's been it's been. Yeah, decades since I've I've worked on any type of videography thing, but it's something that that I was you know I, I loved doing for a while. Gotcha. So right now is the bio, is the rest of the bio yes. accurate? Are you still playing the tambourine? <laughs> the ta- well, actually, so, that's kind of funny that that was brought up. It, it's it's kind of like a um, yeah maybe maybe I can share this. There's a bit of a story to that. Maybe I can just share it since we have we, we have, love we have a bit of time to talk. Share. 
So um, I don't actually play the tambourine. And, and I guess how it started was um, something that, that Gary V used to always talk about, you know, um, if you listen to his podcast, was that you, you don't have to be number one. You know, a lot of, a lot of us, um, people that want to be entrepreneurs are probably better number twos or number threes uh, in, the, in the company. So that, that's, so like with that in mind, how the tambourine came about was it's kind of like an internal joke to myself. It's kind of reminded to myself. And I, how it came about was that um, usually when you think about people that, that play like the tambourine uh, uh, in a band or like, um, like the triangle, you know, it's kind of like a part that's not very important, but it does add to the band, you know? So that's why, you know, I, I use that tambourine, but at the same time, uh, Chris Rock, you know, I, I'm sure you guys know he's a stand-up comedian. Uh, he has this joke uh, about tambourine playing, uh, but it has to do with relationship and that, you know, when you are given a hand or, or you're given an instrument to play in a band, sometimes you're, you can be you can be the lead, lead singer, sometimes you're going to be like the, the lead guitarist, and sometimes you just play the tambourine or you, you know, play the triangle. And you just, when you are given that, you just be the best damn tambourine player there is, you know, and that's the, you know, at this point in my life, and that that's where I am, not only with my relationship, but my, my ventures and, you know, the projects that I work on is that um, I'm, I'm uh, more the tambourine player when it comes to this aspect in my relationship with my wife and in the, the, the stuff that we're kind of the projects that we work on together. And I accept that. And I just, I'll just be the best tambourine player ever. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes, I love it. So, so you're 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 always be telling stories, but you're no longer telling stories. You're a tambourine player, but you're not a tambourine, That's right. tambourine player. Gary says always pull from opposite directions. So it's good to be a man of paradoxes and contradictions. That's right. That's right. That's, that's, that's right. That's, that's very interesting. That's very true. Gary quote. Yeah. Hundred percent. Very true. So, but I love it, dude. I love the metaphorical tambourine player. I agree, dude. In bands, bands don't, you know, get equal credit for the roles that people play in the band. Now, if you were playing video games, you'd get way more shout outs, bro. Like everybody knows a good team needs a yeah, healer, yeah. you know, like a good tank, point. like a high DPS guy, someone to flank. Like you need the whole squad, bro. Bands are a whole squad too. It's an equal yeah. team, but yeah, it, the lead singer gets all the fucking glory, That's right. you know? That's right. Like in a video game, whether you're the tank player who's doing all the damage or the healer, people are like, nah, bro, we, we need a squad. Like, we need, someone's got to play each role. And if someone tries to double up, they're like, dude, what the fuck? We can't not have a healer. Exactly. You know? So, you're, you know, we need the tambourine player, bro. The tambourine player might be the healer, the one who's rooting people yeah. on and doing a fucking much-needed role. It is no less uh, important than the lead singer, you know, at least the way I see it in, in teamwork. And, you know, bands, bands just, they got to get their yeah. shit together, yeah. man. Like, you know, I don't one band I like, Dave Matthews Band, all the people of the band, they kind of get, like, a spotlight. Like, I know all their names. He kind of, like, shouts them out, like, when he's at the concert. Oh, cool. So I think that's the way to, uh, to do it. If you were his tambourine player, he would be like, I got Alex Lim on the tambourine, <laughs> folks. Alex Lim tonight. Everybody give a round of applause. Alex Lim, tambourine. He's here from wherever he's here from. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. bro? You'd, like, talk about that. So, fucking shout out, bro. Why don't um? So why don't you let us know like what what are you working on? Like who are you metaphorically shaking the tambourine for? You said you're doing a few different right, projects. Yeah. Like what's so um recently what I'm doing now is um well I'll have to go too much into like what my wife is doing, but she she has got a full time job. You know, obviously um, we've got three kids, so we, we're fairly busy. Um, but besides that, she she um she has a sizable audience on TikTok, so we are uh, we're 
at, we are trying to build a brand behind that uh, audience, you know, um, to perhaps uh, not really looking to monetize anything, obviously, because it's a very uh, generic channel in the sense that it deals a lot with uh, family and, and food stuff and um, fashion and, and her beauty products and stuff like that. So it's quite a, you know what I mean? It's, it's, um, it's, it's not very niche. It's not very focused. So, you know, we're thinking of ideas on how to actually build a brand. You know, I, I was uh, about a year and a half ago, we were thinking of maybe doing an NFT project under that. But, you know, thank goodness we didn't. But I ended up branching off and doing an NFT project under uh, VFriends, which, you know, I, I, we tried it for a year. That that flopped, you know, and, and we, we have to move on type of thing. So uh, I am her tambourine player at this point. If, if that answers your question in a in a very very long way, but um the the idea is that I assist her in building up her brand so that you know we can in the long run hopefully run it like a family business. Yeah, I love it. And you said you guys got kids? yeah, we've got three kids. Um, they're older. My youngest is uh, thirteen. Uh, my daughter is eighteen. My my son is twenty one. And who uh, are you? Are you like home with the thirteen-year-old? Oh, no. How long have you like? Are you are you taking care of the kids at home? Were you in the past? How long have you been tambourining Ta- kind of thing? Tell what, tambourining doesn't mean um, like a stay-at-home dad. Like I I I still. Oh damn! I was hoping not, it did, not, bro. Not, That's my not dream. Fully. I hope you were. I was hoping you were living the dream. <laughs> not not fully, not fully. So um, I still I I am a small business owner. I do I have a a learning center. It's called Kumon. I don't know if you guys. It, it's in the United States as well, all over Canada, all over the world, in fact. It's a math and reading learning center. So it's a franchise business that um, myself and I do have a business partner that operate it. So that's a part-time thing because it's, you know, it's kind of like an after-school thing. So besides that, obviously, I help with the the kids, right? Um, And the two older ones are, um, my son lives at home still, but my daughter lives at dorm. Um, So the, the youngest is 13, but he's super independent. So, you know, I still have time for myself and to work on these projects. That's awesome. And yeah, I'm a new father. Oh, I just congrats. had a baby girl. Congratulations. Yeah, she's going to be three months and oh three days. So she's, she's pretty fresh. And you have time to do podcasts and stuff. That's awesome, Ian. Well, yeah, and, you know, my wife will give me the hour. So, you know, I, I feed the baby or I'll do a feeding and a changing. And then we hand off someone showers, someone watches the baby, someone, you know, eats their food. It's like, yeah, it's it's we're, we're getting some pretty good uh, synchronization here. But like. I don't know when the last time we saw each other yeah. was uh, less than in passing or switching shifts. And that's not, that's not a hundred percent true. We still, you know, our in-laws will give us like date yeah. nights. Every that's important. While stuff. That is Maybe. very, very yeah. important. So, you know, but in between the date nights. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, we watch a TV show here and there, but no joke. It's like, she's going to work. I'm yeah. going to work. I'm coming home. Like, so yeah, there's, and, and then I have the podcast, which are important to me. That's and right. she supports that. And I, I appreciate her. She's tambourining for me right now while I'm doing the <laughs> podcast. I got to tambourine the fuck out of putting things in the garage and fucking lifting stuff back and doing all the other, you know, yeah. I mean, so she could focus a little more on the baby and, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. So I, I agree, man. I like the tambourining. It's all it's all about that. Oh, balance. totally, man. And and you know, you're, you're doing it right because, I mean, having a, th- a three-month-old, right, you were saying? A three-month-old is like, yeah, that's, that's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of work to, you know, and, and, and we find the time to do everything else that we love to do, right? And that's that's the whole secret. You just keep doing stuff, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. So my my brother or stepbrother, he's my brother, but like he used to do um, Kumon when oh, no we were way. younger. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm familiar with it. He hated it. No yeah. offense. He, no, it's, you know, no it's, kids it's, like it. Where you gotta, All my kids went through it. Well, you got to do like extra learning and some people like it, I guess, but a lot of people feel like it's like, or a lot of kids feel like, oh, I want to just go to recess. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, I want to go watch this yeah. show. I want to go to more school. I already did school. But, you know, it's it as an adult, it's good that he got the learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a good, noble passion to pursue. Yeah. What, what got you into it, though? Um, so I got into So, well, I mean, it's, it's quite a long story again. But when I, I moved, we love you those. love those? Okay, so I, I'll just kind of skim through kind of like my, my so I, I'm 50 years old. I'm actually turning 50 in November. So like the trajectory of my life is that I've, you know, I was kind of, I was uh, brought up in Vancouver in Canada. Um, I spent some time in Asia during uh, the time I was in high school, uh, just a couple of years, just to, my parents kind of sent me back to, uh, get a little bit of exposure to more culture, etc. So I just went to Asia for a couple of years, came back to Canada, graduated, worked for about a year in Vancouver, and then I actually moved to Asia. So I was living in Singapore and in Malaysia. Uh, I was there for 10 years. I got married, had a couple of kids, then came back here. When I came back here, after building a few businesses for other people in Asia, I thought I could do my own here. So I started... Um, I, I started off in education because I, I thought that was important to me because I had young kids, um, and I I built my uh, I, I bought a franchise. Uh, it's called Fast Track Kids. They're they're actually out of Denver, Colorado, um, and I ran it for a year, but it it I couldn't sustain it. Um, so I ended up selling that and buying this Kumon Center, which was already operating with a business partner. So my passion for just education. It stems from having children and knowing that education is is really important. You know whether they like it or not. Sometimes education is you know important. Um, I, I don't mean uh, like you know what Gary's saying about universities garbage. I'm not talking about that. I'm I'm saying just learning the basics of education is important. So that that's why. Sorry, it's such a long answer to your short question. I wasn't long at all, bro. You're good. Let me let me ask you this. This is a selfish question. Any any parents or most of the time I think when I get parents on here, now mm. that I'm a new parent, you know, mostly the show's about you, but I I got Oh, ask please you. do. You have yeah, do you have any advice for me in my position? Mm. Like I'm a girl dad, mm. I got a little baby, you know, any any this is when you teach them. This is the most important. You know, everyone's usually I guess this question everyone. No one's had like the same exact answer. Everyone's got something yeah. and I'm taking all in to build, you know, the puzzle together, yeah. you know, put put a piece of it all be the perfect dad yeah. as perfect. What <laughs> well, you know, your little uh, ingredient you like to you know, as as when, when you're a dad for a while, you you don't give advice to to other dads. <laughs> you just don't, you know what I mean? Like you, you Ian, you're gonna figure it out. But I think I think the only thing is that you have to be a happy man, right? To that means you have to be at peace with yourself. Um, so you have to be able to do the things you love, even if it's stressful, you know, um, and in order to be a happy man, you got to have to have a happy wife, right? Once you get that part in, the dad part kind of just falls in place to tell you the truth, you know, um, and mind you, from day one, your daughter is going to be watching how you treat your wife, and she will learn from that. Uh, and that will be translated in, you know, when she finds her own um, um, you know, partner, right? So that's 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 yeah, a, that's like, a big part you have to remember. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, 
someone told me this. I I wanted to be an actor at some point. I don't I don't know that I don't still. I, I that's still open. You know, if, any, <laughs> if anyone wants to catch me, that's open. But um, an advice I got was like, don't act, be. And um, mm. that's coming to mind for me when you're talking about parenting. Mm. Like that sounds like I hadn't extended it to parenting, but it's like right. It's it's the best actor isn't acting. He has become that character. Yeah. He is that character there is no acting there's no in the mind there's no thought of acting there is you and you are the character so you're like don't teach because then you're like separating yourself kind of from your kid like teach by example be, oh yeah right? for like, sure that too yeah yeah i gotta i gotta step my game up i gotta probably start going to the gym when she starts paying attention to that stuff if <laughs> i want her to act <laughs> yeah yeah right? that's true yeah exactly this dad gut maybe not all of it but you know some yeah. Again, it just goes back to you being happy, right? If, you, if you're happy and you're at peace with the way your body is, then that's cool. You know what I mean? It, 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 you it know, I'm, I'm yeah. happy, but I stay happy by not looking at my gut. <laughs> when I look down at that gut, there's a little twinge of like, ooh, you, you might have got too yeah. happy and you might have you relaxed too much. There was a point where I would walk five miles every day and, you know, I wasn't even crazy thin then, but at least, you know, the gut, it was a little smaller. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I'll tell you this. I, I went to order pants on Amazon the other day and <laughs> I selected 3630, which I thought was my size. And a little thing came up. It was like, like, hey, buddy, uh, based on some of your returns and purchases, you're probably a 38. And I'm looking oh. at it like, oh, shit. Like the last time I bought pants, <laughs> I bought 36 and returned them and bought a 38. And it fucking remembered. Oh my gosh. And the thing was like the AI was like, bro, we don't want to fucking pay the shipping for this. So if this is for someone else, fine. But double check your shit because you're probably a 3830. And I was like, you guys are right. So, I, you know, I ordered the right pair That's of pants. Crazy. But um, oh, I, I can... I'm a whole size up now, you know. I dad bought it hard, you know. So I, I'm happy, dude. I'm happy blanket statement, yeah. but I don't know. My my gut I could I could stand to get to yeah. some walking again, the gym, get a little more exercise in. So I agree. I, I agree it's about setting the example, but yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Is like I gotta if if it's about being, not just teaching, it's not just do as I say, yeah. you know, right? Because there's things my parents told me to do, but I ended up taking, you know, just who they, I ended up becoming the best and worst of who they are, despite what they yeah. told me not to do that they were yeah, doing. Yeah. I, that, it I, just I, got I think that's one of the worst sayings that what, what what that do is do as I say, not as I do or something. That's that's the that's, that's the it. most bullshit statement ever. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That statement it didn't work. It didn't work for me. Nah, I don't know who it works nobody. for. It works for someone. I maybe, but I don't know if that does. That didn't work for me. <laughs> Hilarious. So are you guys? Yeah, sometimes I'm around my parents and I'm like, oh, that's why I do that. Because you do that. I thought that was like a me <laughs> thing. I didn't know why I did that. It's like, it's like not, it doesn't help me. So are, are, it doesn't help you either. That's no right. Offense, but it's like, oh, that's why. That's, that's where I got that's that. Right. It's exciting to be a young family though, right? And where, where are you guys, where are you guys located? I'm in New York. We're, we're in oh, New wow. York, uh, Long Island. Oh, Long Island. Yeah, wow. we're like, my, it's, I love where I live because I like uh, being in the suburbs, but I'm like, I'm like on a train station practically, which is like, sometimes you hear it, but it really doesn't bother us. But, um, but the, the good part is I'm, I walk to it, man. I don't have to move my car from where, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I park my car. I'm home. I want to go to the city. I hop on, uh, you know, I'm in Island park. I hop on Island park. I fucking go straight to Manhattan. It's the last stop, like fall asleep, wake up in fucking Penn station, bro. It's like, I don't know, 53, 57 minutes or yeah. something like to me, that's dope. Like to me, I'm like in the city. To me, that's fucking time travel, bro. You fall asleep on a tra on a train. Yeah. That's the closest you get to traveling <laughs> to the future. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. 
Uh, and you said you're in Canada. I'm in Vancouver. Still? Yeah, Vancouver, uh, BC, Canada. Is um, is it like snowing in Canada? Like, we, it's much colder up there. Yeah. No? Like, does does winter stay longer? Well, like, we it just, just snowed here. Oh, wait, we just like, we just we just had a, a quite a big snowfall, like a foot and a half. But you know, it's starting to melt away, and we're getting warmer weather. Is it still snowing there? I guess you guys are... No, it's not anymore. But that's what I heard. Like, I think it was coming from the north or something. I'm like, oh, you guys fucking sent yeah. it down here. We got, we got like, the tail end. We got, like, one inch. Yeah, so. but I'm, I'm way, I'm way <laughs> guys, on the west, guys... though. I'm way on the west, so I'm not... Yeah. It's not as bad as, as uh, Toronto, for example. You know? Now, let me ask you. I saw on your profile, you know, you looked like you were doing some golf. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not a great golfer. I, my dad's been trying to teach me to golf yeah. for years. He's a pretty good golfer. I'm not. Um... And he has some injuries over the years, so his skills have diminished. But he, he, you know, he taught me pretty well. I saw you golfing. I was like, oh, you know, I like yeah. golf. Do you golf in Canada? Do you travel for just that? in like, Canada? Are you like a I'm, I'm, golfer? Are you fucking competitive? no, 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 no? I only picked it up like during COVID, right? Like just I was like with my buddies, like we need we need some stuff, something to do. You know what I mean? Um, and we just we all picked it up, took some lessons. So I'm still kind of like mid lessons. So no, I'm I'm a I'm very much an amateur golfer, but it's a fantastic um, sport because, you know, I'm, I'm getting my wife into it. You know, she's never played sports ever. Right. She, and, and, you know, she doesn't mind it. It's not like she loves doing it, but she doesn't mind it, which is a big win, you know, so that when, when, you know, in, in about what, four, five years, we'll be empty nesters, meaning our kids will be gone and we'll, we'll have a little bit more time. So when we travel, I'd like to have, you know, I, I don't want to travel just to eat and shop. I hate, I, not I hate, I, I dislike that. Um, so, you know, having golf as a, a bonding wait, activity. Both parts are, I'm sorry, I got to cut you up. You you dislike both parts of it? Eat, the shopping, eat, I get eat and to shop. rack up shit you don't Eating, I'm, my friend? I'm okay with it. I'm like, I, you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I wouldn't go to, I wouldn't go to a foodie. country to eat. You know what I mean? Of course, I would I would go to, to 12 countries <laughs> to eat. I'll be there. Of course, I'll try the cuisine. But it's more like I, I want to absorb other things, right? So... You know, it can't be all about that. I mean, how many meals can you have? You, only you have like three meals. Day, I mean, you have three meals. Of course, there's other things. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I I know it. It's it's just you know it's it's something. It's an activity. It's a healthy activity that we can look forward to and kind of aim for. You know what I mean? So no, yeah. I get it. To eat their own. I'm and, a big foodie. I, I was overweight as a kid, and I oh look, my wife's I a still, huge I'm foodie. Still a fat yeah. kid. Inside this dad bod, I'm an even fatter kid than I was <laughs> as, as a child. Uh, but yeah, so what what do you focus on? So golf golf is like yeah, somewhat it's of an attraction. Yeah, but golf is... what else is an attraction for you if not food is the main thing? Like like because it, it you you named all these different places you live. Yeah. Like what are what makes you go different places? What do you like seeing? What have you gained through your travels? Because that's kind of you, you, you know you know what I I, I want to do more. Of? I, rather, I've I travel like I think most people. You know, we go we go to a city, then we'll try to we'll go try to venture out, and you know. Um, maybe get a little bit of culture, but I want to do more of that. I think I was just talking to my wife about it. Next time we travel um, outside of Canada, um, I, well, probably outside of Canada and the U.S. because we have very similar cultures, but I would want to try an experience. I think, uh, was it Airbnb has those experiences where you can actually have dinners perhaps with families that are, you know, locals. I want to experience stuff like that, like what the locals do. Right? I don't want to go to. A... Wait, is that real? Or you're just no. Are, I think are you, are you saying that would be cool. I think Airbnb does have a thing called experiences. They have. They it? have it. Yeah. They, they've. I did not oh, know they've that. always had experiences, but I don't know whether they have like 
like you can have dinners with fam like other and families. No, I, I actually did know about that. I forgot. I've never done it, and I forgot I knew about it. But my friend told me there was like in Colorado, you could go to an Airbnb where they teach you how to roll. Yeah, joints, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like in, yeah, exactly. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I helped back when I used to do videography. I helped this lady do one that she uh um, out in UBC, UBC uh, University of British Columbia is the biggest university we have here. Um. You know, and she lives out there, and I helped her do this video for one of these experiences where she takes tours, uh, these little tours out to forge for uh, mushrooms, uh, not 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 um, hallucinogens, like to eat, like the forge for mushrooms, and then they cook like some lion's yeah, mane yeah, portobello, exactly, exactly. lion's mane portobello, like all that stuff, and um, you know it has to be in season, and then they'll cook it up and eat it, and that that's her experience, and this is fantastic. Right. That's like that's if you so, come here, wouldn't you yeah. want to do that rather than like go to, you know, some fancy restaurant? You know, you know what I'm saying? I would like to do both. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. If you I, had I got a big belly, I keep telling you. I don't, it's a lot of room in here. <laughs> but yes, I, I do. I like to do that authentic stuff. I like to have new experiences. And that's one of the reasons I like food. I like to just keep like doing something I've never done before. Yeah. You know, that's part of the podcast. Yeah. Like I keep talking to yeah, strangers. Yeah, yeah. My, cool. my parents the kid my whole life we're like don't fucking talk to strangers yeah. and i've never wanted to do anything more i love yeah, talking to strangers it's it's been inside me the whole time and now i'm doing it now yeah. i'm doing it and people love it you guys were wrong <laughs> I, it's great when i talk to strangers everyone on web3 is oh my gosh our parents were wrong about so many things they grew up yeah, in a different, different world. world they were right Completely for the world they world. lived in in their day all the strangers killed people or something i don't know they didn't have cell phones they were weirder i, I don't who knows well they were there they were well i mean i'm a little bit older generation but my parents were like the silent generation right because their parents they came uh their parents uh experienced the war they were experienced the tail end of world war ii so you know the, it's right to be skeptical <laughs> you know no for for me i'm um i'm gen what am i i'm gen x like we were quite quiet as well like but everything was really stable you know now your daughter's generation that's a very interesting generation this is I like post like, they were on z before she got yeah. here so what are they on now know. bro they know. start with like fucking numbers yeah. she's generation one <laughs> yeah, alpha prime yeah. fucking beta foxtrot bro like military alphabet like i don't it's very what's after z? it's very interesting because the way like each generation the way they act the way they think is because usually because of some geopolitical thing, right? War, uh, famine, you know, it, it, it kind of marks that generation. So, yeah, this, my, my kids' generation is obviously right now is marked by COVID, right? But, you know, your daughter's generation, it'll be interesting. AI, perhaps, you know, it's going to yeah, be very interesting be to see what happens. If I'm not, we'll probably live on the cloud together. Who fucking yeah. knows, man? <laughs> the interesting thing that comes to mind, too, I don't know if you know this uh, quote, but it's like the cycle of seasons and men and times, and it's like hard oh, times yeah. create right. strong men. Strong men create good times. Yeah. Good times create soft or weak men, and then weak men create hard times. Yeah, that's and right. It just keeps that's going right. That's right. That's right. At some point, we got to balance it out, bro. It's fucked up. Like, we've seen that for years. We. <laughs> We're definitely we're definitely in a time, you know, I don't know how you feel about it. You you say you're a little bit older. I feel like 
we're in a time of like weaker men. I feel like everybody is like experiencing weakness in their personalities right now. Like it's weird because on a social level, we have all this like acceptance of like diversity, but like there's like some sort of suppression for some people of individuality, like their own confidence, their own mm -hmm. voice. Like, yeah, it's easier to identify with a group, but like, is it easier to be you? In some ways, yes. In some ways, no, you know, but I, I, I think that's an interesting point is like, like some people, like I've, I've clearly, you know, I've taken it to, to the advantage. I, I use technology to communicate. Like I, I learned early, like, you know, you could just fucking mute shit on your feed, bro. All the arguments, anything negative, mm -hmm. bro, mute that mm -hmm. your fucking feed, make it all positive stuff. Um, but you know, I've taken, I've taken the technology and the push to like communicate more. What about people who just, you know, can't, yeah. you know? So it's like, it's like, you gotta, you got I don't know. It's like, it's like an interesting balance of like the, like you said, the times that create people, because I feel like I'm an outlier. I feel like most people, you know, they're ghosting each other. That's a new thing, mm. right? People didn't ghost each other. Like, I, I don't know when you were like younger, I feel like, mm. right? Like if you were a little bit behind me, like that was new to me too. I was like, like, I was like, what happened? This person just stopped texting me. I'm like, I, I'm going to call, do I call them? They're like, <laughs> no, then you're going to look like a stalker. I'm like, what do you mean? They just stopped answering. They're like, dude, you got ghosted like i found this out in college it was like new to me i was like what the fuck do you mean i got ghosted like fucking haunted houses like and it's like no people they, like they just don't have to ever talk to you yeah I, like, I, le I learned that from my kids i, I heard okay. i heard about that from my kids the name for it. Like, you know so that to me that's like a weak move that's men and women but that to me that's like a weak move mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know it, it, I, oh, for sure technology. for sure yeah but you know? so it, it is what it is i guess in the sense that you know we can't turn back time you know with technology we I mean, can't you know put the we can't, can't put the genie back in the bottle as they say right with technology right it's it's here it's here Definitely to stay not, but that's what i'm saying though it's like it's not to turn it back it's like okay even if we have good times can we have strong men in good times bro like Very. good times have to create weak men like if there's such good times let's remember <laughs> what happens you know the last time we had good times let's not do that again <laughs> i let's know use technology right right. let's get those messages out. that's what i'm yeah saying. that that's always that that it's that philosophical discussion right about like just human nature right whether when we are when we are relaxed we're never thinking about you know when when our bellies are full right that's always the saying you know we're not we're not thinking about stuff like that right we, we don't we just we'll default to laziness as humans we gotta, we gotta reprogram, bro. We gotta, we gotta get in early in kids' minds or something. That's what I'm saying. Like, we gotta reach the youth. I, I can't accept this, you know. Well, that's that's where you know parenting is important, you know. Um, and and going beyond that, you know, when your daughter's a little bit older, you know, you might want to kind of help spread that type of word to other people, and that's that's why I, I kind of thought education was also a good, uh, kind of, not really a business, but something that I could work hard and not hate it you know what i mean yeah, yeah. And it's, well because it's something you could feel yeah. good about it's morally, rewarding you know what i it's mean rewarding. like if you're selling yeah. snake oil to me and you make a million dollars and you got a conscience it's going to eat at, right. you at some point yeah exactly you know even if you don't love every second of the work day but you know like that what you do is helping young children learn how to read and do math and get over learning difficulties and enrich you know their knowledge for the future like even if the day sucks like that might give you a little extra like okay i feel good like even if even if you feel physically tired, you feel mentally like, all right, no, nah, I'm still with it. Like it'll it kind of right. Am I wrong? It gives you a nut. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. It totally does. Hundred percent. 
Yeah, so it's a it's a good way to to stay motivated. Now, I I want to know more a little bit about your traveling. Yes. Like, where like what else can you tell me? Like, I, I can ask like a hundred questions. Like, what's your favorite like site that you've seen? Maybe like I have so many questions about it. My favorite site. I mean, and anything that's different is interesting to me. Um, so. If you don't have one, maybe a top few or like, dude, like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, you've traveled yeah. to places I've never, like I've traveled, yeah. you've traveled to places I've never been. Um, the Great Wall of China is probably a, a little bit of an eye opener. Like you don't really realize how damn long it is. Um, that's, that, that was probably one. I, I did spend some time um, working in Beijing and Shanghai. That's why I, I was fortunate enough to see it. Um, and I guess, you know, if you travel Enough, Ian. I think one of the things that you notice is how different people think. Like you would think that a lot of things that seem, um, I don't want to say common sense, but like um, things that that seem regular to you might not be regular to other people, and and vice versa. Like even in actions, like sometimes you think like, oh, why would that this person do this? Like this particular thing. Uh, because you would never do it, but it's that's the interesting part. You, you know what I mean? Because just culturally, the way we perceive things is actually very different. You know, I think that that is probably the biggest eye opener. If if I've lived most of my life in in Canada, um, most people think the same, and I suspect in the U.S. as well. You know, uh, not not, not pulling politics, in, not pulling politics in, which is very polarizing at this point. Yeah, yeah. Politics yeah. is obvious. What's an example of something, though, that maybe you wouldn't have expected? Like, you know, I don't know, you waved and someone thought you said, fuck you. Like, you know, what I mean? is that what you mean? Like, what, what, yeah. what's an example? Mm, I get, I, I guess I, the, the danger of me wanting to talk about it, I don't want to say like race, you know what I mean? So, like, different races uh, believe in different things. So, um, well, you could just yeah. say a, an anecdote, you know, yeah. I mean? like I was in this country, I did this, this yeah. person so, said, Hey, don't do that, or yeah. you know, you don't have to generalize the whole so, race, but just your yeah. personal. So, experience. for example, you know, if you were if you if you're working uh in a different country, being a, a westerner, you might be surprised that some um cultures during lunch they be, they basically will sleep, um, you know, oh, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, siesta, but of course, I, that's Spanish. But yeah, I, I, I didn't spend any time in Spain. I mean, even uh, cultures in Asia, you know, and you just kind of don't, you just don't expect it when, you know, all of a sudden it's like lunchtime, everybody's back to work, but they're gone for, you know, two hours. Again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it because they're equal, they, all the work is done anyways, but it's just something that you're like, oh, this is something that's interesting culturally that you would never have expected. You know, coming from the West. So that that's one What's example. Wrong with it. It's it's the greatest fucking thing. I wish how do we get that over here? Bro, <laughs> I, I didn't one, I didn't know they do it in Asian countries, so brav fucking yeah. oh. But like, bro, how do we get in America? I, I heard about CSs, bro. I was like, why the fuck don't we have CS? <laughs> I went to Spain uh, a couple times and there was like, you know, one, I heard about it in school, and then two, I felt it. Like I was like, All right, we can we get like a sandwich? They're like, No, you literally can't get anything. Everybody is on siesta. Yeah. I was like, wait, everybody? Yeah. Like, what about McDonald's? They're like siesta. I'm yeah, like, it's a it's a lovely like, it's a lovely thing. You know what I mean? It's a lovely thing when everybody but that's does a great it. Fucking idea, dude. That's why don't we have siesta? I want siesta. I would love a nap in the middle of my shift. Then I'll go back I would to love work. That too. <laughs> I do that sometimes on my lunch break if I need to. Yeah. Yeah. Great if it was more supported. Oh, hundred percent. One example I had too. I was um in Mexico with um I guess my ex step uncle at this point. 
and he just started driving on the other side of the road and like <laughs> to pass somebody on a on a they were it was like a two lane street but they were both one way it's... and i'm like whoa like dude you, we're gonna get like arrested it's like dangerous he's like oh no like one like there's no cars like on any of these roads for miles like like for whatever reason and two like no one cares like like a lot of people drive like this in this oh, yeah, area sure. like it's not like it's like even if a cop was here like as long as i like was in the wrong lane safely like he, he probably wouldn't pull me over i'm like are you serious and he uh the guy i'm talking about my ex step uncle he used to be a cop and he's like yeah like you know you might but like nah you wouldn't necessarily like unless they looked like they were driving dangerously i'm like isn't it driving on the wrong side of the road dangerous he's like it's just not it, it depends on the road and the situation but no not like it's not it's like like less it's like less illegal more frowned about <laughs> even though it is illegal. i was like that's but yeah there's there's things that you know you don't expect london they drive on the fucking uh, other side of the car the the wheels on the whole other side inside the car and they drive on the other side of the road yeah you know so yeah everywhere everywhere is different i've never been to london i just happen to or i had a i had a layover in london heathrow i never i never left the oh, airport yeah. i've been once but i was like never really there was in the airport have you had a chance to visit uh europe then or asia um spain oh, okay. i've done nice. um and belgium and amsterdam and holland i that was might all be the same place I, that <laughs> yeah. was confusing over there but i was there i went to rock back there in uh i think belgium it was like a music oh, festival okay. it was super cool and i like saw dave matthews over there um and he he was at the festival and he played somewhere else. We were kind of like over there largely to see Dave Matthews. My mom had a friend that lived over there. So like we visited her place for a little bit. Like, you know, we did a little uh uh Euro tour cool. kind of thing. It was it was for it was when I graduated high school. It was like it was like a graduation gift kind Very of thing. Very cool. Yeah, tra traveling oh, and I, is so and Paris. We went to Paris too. Yeah, tra traveling is so important. That's something that yeah, definitely to highly encourage for parents. You know, we you were talking about you know um how how you know advice for dads again i was saying like we, it's, you don't give advice but as one kind of advice is if you can let her experience different cultures at a young age it's very helpful it's very helpful for because it opens her eyes and it help, and it teaches her that uh th things are different do you know what i mean yeah, and one thing my parents did for me, my mom used to take me to, like, Broadway. Like, we're in New yeah. York. Do you have, like, does Canada, like, I don't even know if other states, like, like if you don't live in New York and you're not on Broadway, do other places do plays? Like, is that a there, thing in the rest yeah, of the world? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's such an, like, ignorant question. No, no, I, I don't know. The but, um, we do have plays here, but not, like, Broadway. Like, you guys have it all year round. Um, you know, we, we've got, like, you know, um, f you know, Phantom will come and visit, um, you know, for, for a week. You know what I mean? You know, we have Cirque du Soleil and Les Miserables and all that. All these places will come in for a week or so. So we don't have a steady thing, whereas you guys have like constant, right? Constant plays all the time. Yeah, they never yeah, exactly. stop. I mean, all year round. They'll, they'll do like five years yeah. before they kind of retire. That's right. So yeah, so it sounds like they tour through other areas, but they're like rooted in New York or they're, or it's like someone else doing an adaptation That's right. or something That's right. and then they'll go on tour. Right, like yeah. That. So we don't have that here. I mean, our, our population is probably like less than just the population of like of Long Island. I think. I think the population yeah, of our entire that's province. Not an option, but what about like movies? Like, like I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, like other ways I got exposed uh, exposed to culture. Like, you know, I, I traveled a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, not a ton. You know, as a kid, but you know, probably movies and uh, TV mm -hmm. shows is like my biggest culture influence. Do you? 
or I mean, your kids are older. You only have a 13 year old, uh, but like uh, that's like in the house. But did you or do you or however it's phrased, like limit what they watch or like try to expose them to certain movies or not or, you know, that kind of thing? Um, I think all parents try to, um, you know, limit screen time. You know, <laughs> all parents try it. And honestly, for, for us, it was very unsuccessful. Um, you know, we, the only thing that we did was we didn't allow any of our kids to have a phone until they were uh, in, in grade eight, in middle school, I guess, for you guys. Um, that, that was, a, that's the only kind of restriction we have. Um, besides like parental, like locks and stuff like that on the phone, we, we didn't because we felt that we did, well, we felt again, that we did a good enough job teaching them, you know, what to consume and what to stay away from and the dangers of it. And I think we did okay. You know, our kids are not crazy or psych psychopaths yet. So. <laughs> right. And there's that trope that like, you know, it's like, it's like the, the preacher's daughter is like the wildest girl in college <laughs> or something. And I hope there's no preacher's daughters listening, getting offended. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I'm just saying it's a saying that's out there, but, but the idea is that if you're like hyper restrictive of your kids, the second they fucking get out from you watching them, they're going to do meth. You know, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean, yeah. like, like it's going to yeah. be worse than if you just let them smoke weed when they were like, you know, yeah. 16 or something like all the other kids. Like, you know, if you, if you get them nothing, they're going to, they're not even going to know where the fucking line is. They're going to have no experience. They're, they're going to be too curious, you know, yeah. too, too exposed, you know, unless you could fucking keep them in a, in a bubble forever. Yeah. You know, which you can't legally, so don't do that. Don't, don't advise that. You, you know, you gotta let them get exposed. Yeah. So I, I agree. I and you said all parents try to limit. That's my question. I'm a new parent, and I I know you're like quote unquote like you said like you you should. Yeah. And I'm like I don't know should I like I don't know I don't know the statistics on it or whatever. But I'm more into the Gary V side of things where you know I don't know time is different. Like you want to spend time as a family and that type of thing. But in terms of restricting content. I'm, you know, I don't want them to watch like disproportionately like violent mm -hmm. stuff, but it's like, I don't want to hide shit either because, you know, same thing Gary says about cursing. Like, don't, don't try to make sure your kid never hears the word fuck. Yeah. Like, let them know that that's a word that like, like you need to be responsible and you don't use yeah. that word here. And, and the words what is, matter. What, is, yeah, yeah. What, if what if your kid gets bullied yeah. online? And it's like, well, what if your kid gets fucking bullied in school, yeah. man? Like, like the goal isn't to like, don't ever like, I mean, it kind of is. You don't want to get kid your get bullied, but the, the idea isn't if if something happens that makes them bullied, hope they're totally unprepared because you wanted them never to think about it. It's like, no, make sure they're like self-confident. Make sure they've like heard about the idea of bullying. Make sure they're ready to step in for someone else if they're getting bullied. Like, make mm -hmm. sure they're ready to be the person that speaks up. Love the fuck out of them. Maybe teach them karate, like have them do a sport, something with their body, something to you make them physical and self-confident. Like, you mm -hmm. know, I guess you would agree yeah. with that, right? Like, yeah, for sure, 100%. But you're, you know, you're, you're talking about, I mean, your daughter's only three months old, obviously, you know, restrict it is more at that point is more, um, not only what she's consuming, but it's just the eye development itself, right? You don't want something that's so close to her face at such a young age to, you know, for extended periods of time. So if you, if you feel that what the time that you, you, you spent, you know, in front of the screen is okay. Do it like what? How much you spent? Do, do you know what I mean? Like if well, I spend a lot. I don't limit mine. Well, no, I, I mean when when you life. were a child. I'm saying when you were a child, right? You I don't want to know, man. <laughs> the, the time that was screens and the things I did in there, bro. As a child, my parents were divorced since I was three, 
And I was like raised by wolves oh. out in the world, bro. Basically, <laughs> I've been through a lot. Yeah, you know, yeah. we can ask me not or whatever. I'm I don't give a fuck. I talk about anything, but everywhere from like, bro, like drugs to like suicidal mm. thoughts, used to self mutilate, had eating disorder mm. stuff. Like I went through every form of depression and anxiety you like could between like zero and like I don't know twenty something. I'm thirty one now. I'm good now, yeah. but like, dude, I just went through it. Yeah. So. There's also something for not enough supervision. Yeah. Well, but you know that, that, that said, you, you, don't you be seem to have come up. You don't want to fucking just never be there. Either. Well, you seem to have come out the other side pretty good. It seems like so. You know, that's the paradox too, bro. Is that like then you then you hear like people like Oprah got like sexually abused or raped as like as a child, and like all these successful people had really hard lives. So I'm like, maybe I was getting prepped for like later greatness. Like that's how I'm framing it now. It's like, okay, I'm on the come up. This was like a longer arch kind of story. I got bullied as a yeah. kid, and like like now I'm better off. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. Do you? So what do you do as a parent? Let your kid gets fucking bullied so they can be stronger later? Like no, I well, st I still think no to that. But the yeah. point. Yeah. The point is, at some point, you got to get a positive handle on things. So if you start off in the dark and you're just there, it is what it is. But as soon as you can, you get the handle on it. So I, I did when I mm. could. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting that you, you. Well, I mean, it's interesting that you had to go through that, though, isn't it? Right, and and you and you, yeah. After you went through that, you you came up with this narrative that helped you and helped you do what you're doing now, right? Do, do you know what I mean? It was your decision to come up with that narrative. So, I mean, I guess that's like the... And this, so, again, since we're talking, you know, I might as well talk about something that, that I'm also interested in because it's something that kind of um, stirred some emotion in me. So, like, prob probably like a, a few weeks ago, right, I saw this so, uh, social media post. It was on TikTok. And it was this um, this young, young girl. She was just filming herself... Um, like and she was like kind of uh, close up and you can see she's crying and the caption said something about like um, um you know i've got my exams to study for and um i feel you know this is hopeless what's the point of life you know and so it's, it's a very short video it's like 10 seconds she didn't really say anything and it, it, it captured by it kind of stirred emotions in me because i was at that point i was also dealing with my daughter who was very upset she was at dorm at that time when she was upset and she called home you know saying how depressed she is because you know she can't finish her paper in time or midterms in a couple of days etc she's like you know she, she she hates life type of thing you know like how an 18 year old would would react um and it and it dawned on me how sad my daughter was and she's got such a huge um support network um, whereas there are so many youths out there that don't have that, you know, experience like what you have had in, you know, where you, you, you had divorced parents at a young age when one parent or both parents are no longer around. Like, where did where did these young people find the strength? And that and that is the and, and that is the part that I'm like thinking that I think the message to people and people forget this is that, you know, we are all writing our own story. Right, you're writing your own story, so you are the, the you're the protagonist, your main protagonist. So you are the hero of the story. So what story do you want to write? Like you went, you went through divorce. You went, you were saying you have problems with eating disorders and drugs, etc. You know, but you decided to write that story this way so that you are now a, a father 
and a husband, you know, and kind of building a, a business and a podcast. This was your kind of your origin story led you to this. So everybody has to write their own origin story. And Gary talks about this, you know, and when he does podcasts, the few podcasts that I've done, like interviewing people where he lets people talk, he always asks that. It's like, what's your origin story? And I think that's like all of us has, have to sit down and write and rewrite and rewrite and change our origin story so that and have a good narrative, right? To say, meaning that just because my parents were divorced and my, maybe my parents were abusive or, you know, I was uh, sexually molested or bullied as a, as a child or whatever, that's your origin story. But what, like, what is the story you're going to write from that? What is the narrative of that story? You can say that, oh, well, that's how I turned to drugs and alcohol and I'm a complete failure. Or you can write, this is the, the, this is the well that I, built, I, I pull my strength from, right? And I think that's the part that recently has been kind of troubling me. Like, how do we get our use? Because especially in North America and the West, they're struggling, man. Like, everyone's struggling. There's so many people that are struggling that are, and it's sad that it's our children and it's our youth, you know? Sorry, that was super long-winded, but. Oh, dude, I love that. And that's, you know, it's a shout out to mental health, which, you know, as you can tell, I'm, I'm into all that, you know, like part of the way I got to where I was, was counseling, therapy, medicine, yeah. you know, I still, I still am like involved with like medicine, psychotherapy, yeah, all that, yeah. you know, it's part of a healthy balance yeah. for me. And I have no shame and I, in fact, encourage it. I think nobody should have shame. I think, I think if you find something that makes you a better version of you, you, you should be ashamed not yeah. to do it. The fuck's wrong? Yeah, you know what yeah I mean? for like, sure. Well, you got you're so prideful you want to be a verse a worse version of yourself bro that's not what pride is you fucked up pride pride is you being happy that you're the best version of you so if there's something that'll make you that you do it that's pride like yeah. you know what I mean? so what's not to it's like it's like confused pride or yeah, something yeah. you know it's like Agreed. i don't need that. yes you do you're better with it dumbass <laughs> i'm not dumbass bro like i'm talking i know to i know what like, you mean i hundred i hundred percent yeah i hundred percent agree you're just struggling you are where i were but that's how you know sometimes i self-talk like come on you fuck yeah. like you know i it's not for me it's not negative it's, it doesn't mean. it's like yeah. motivating it's like get the fuck yeah. up bro yeah. you, fucking yeah. the gym. you know you gotta, be, you gotta be, give yourself that's a little right. tough love somewhere. yeah that's that's, that's necessary right. as well but i agree with you man i think joseph campbell hero's journey it's like a concept in yes. writing and mythology that like you know everyone kind of goes through this like dark night of the soul yes. thing if that's the way you see yeah. it um, I started my life as an atheist or, I mean, my, my mom's uh Christian, my dad's Jewish. They kind of threw both of it at me. <laughs> I was kind of like, fuck this kind of was like, never believed any of it. Maybe when I was very young, but like when I was like my personality form, I never believed like, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13. I was like, fuck, this is dumb. As yeah. soon as I figured out Santa was fake, I was like, okay, so, so is Jesus and God. This is fucking, I can't believe you guys got me on this shit. Mm. Um, and from there I ended up on this crazy journey, bro, where like, I tried to like, disprove god and ended up like proving god to myself that that i no longer that i did still think and you know think what you want to me the the whole guy with the beard in the clouds is not something i could identify with so that's why i rejected mm. it then i found other people still use the word god and they mean like the whole universe yeah. all of energy like they're talking about well e equals mc squared so that equals energy times like mass times the speed of the light in a vacuum squared which means that anything that has mass which is essentially everything we know about besides like theoretical particles so everything we're sure about has mass and anything that has that when multiplied by this equation could be converted into a unit of energy mm. so everything base level is energy well that's fucking oneness bro that's oneness scientifically mm. so like so like 
if everything's in energy and I come from energy and I'm conscious, then consciousness is an inherent trait in the potential energy of the, the source energy, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like it, it's self-conscious. I don't know, but could it be? Yeah, of course. Cause consciousness stems from mm -hmm. it. So it's like, yes, that's plausible. So is that God to me? Yes. Like some sort of awareness, consciousness itself at the source of all energy. Um, but bro, that's, you know, but that's like, that was the, that's how I found the story. I just, it was an objective person. I kept reading. Mm -hmm. I kept studying things. I kept like wanting to be better. I kept not wanting to give up, bro. I watched cartoons. Cartoons are fucking huge for me. Honestly, mm -hmm. bro. It's probably Japanese cartoons is the number one thing. Cause I always wanted to be the protagonist, bro. I wanted to always have a hero story, yeah. even though, you know, the hero I wanted to, I wanted the hero to come save me or I wanted to be the hero. And like Naruto, bro, I think that's my favorite of all time. No, Naruto yeah. was like, I think, he was rejected from the village because he was born with like a fucking, they, they bound a demon inside of his stomach and everybody hated him because he was this demon child. And he had to work through his inner demon, literally inner demon. He had to work through his inner demons and all his emotional issues to like use all that demonic shit, purify it, get in control of it, realize it's energy that could be catharsized into like positive light energy and then become the fucking leader of his village. And like, I don't know if I'm going to leave the village, bro, but I'm leading a family and that's the come up for me, bro. It's what's my backstory? I'm fucking Naruto, no, motherfucker, bro. <laughs> that's awesome, that's man. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome, man. I love it. I'm with it. I love it. All right, let me. Uh, we're. I'm just looking at time here. I'm fucking. We're having a great time. So we are into like the last like you know ten minutes or yeah. so. I always give a chance for the guest in that ten minutes if you'd like, or we could just talk about whatever. But to do a call to action. Call I know to you action. Said, you oh, know, oh, I see. Like if I if I'm promoting something, no, no, no. Right. I just well, I just want to. I just. Wanna, know, you said want to you know we could we could check her yeah, out yeah. Let's, her let's see let's see if she wants to chat or he she's right there i made the mistake of assuming that someone with um a profile pic of a female is a female so oh 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 no no i was saying um like like your wife like oh, you oh, said I see your my wife, wife is, no no uh... oh she's she's still up she's still at work she's still working oh no yeah, no no. So... i was saying before you said your wife has like tiktok links and all yeah. this shit i'm saying do you want to post um, out the no, thing not necessarily I, I don't really or... yeah oh, yeah, yeah have... i don't i don't yeah i don't i don't need to i mean they, they people are welcome to check it out it's um on tiktok it's are just, we gonna check it out you can it's uh at mitz uh m-i-t-z-t-i-a-n-g that's her her what her tag what is it tag is it is Z Canadian for the letter Z? Yes. <laughs> Z. No. Z. We say Z as well. We say Z as well. But Z is, no, is I don't more. I we ever say Z. I know it because I'm slightly more cultured than the average American, I think. But most people, I say that, I'm like, they're like, what the fuck is a Z? See, that's, that's another thing, right, that, that you look forward to when you travel. You, you, you experience even English differently. Yeah, dude. Like, like, like I said, I'll smoke a joint here and there, yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, in other countries, like, they'll be—they're not J's, like joints, because J for yeah. joint. They're fucking Zeds, bro, because there's zoots over there. You smoking a zoot, and I'm like, I'm fucking with it, bro. Smoke some Zeds, soak some fucking zoots. I'm with it. <laughs> is it really? Is that really called? It's are you they been, that bro? Up? They could have been fucking. I could be saying this now. They're like, I can't believe you fucking said that. <laughs> no one said that. But I, I think, I think the group of people I met said that. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That that's her. If anyone wants it, just Mitz Tian T I A N G. It's it's her last name. But yep. So we will slowly be building her brand, hopefully, and hopefully it'll be something worth talking about next year before VCon twenty twenty four. Hey, by the way, Ian, are you going to VCon? I am absolutely oh, okay. going to VCon. Sweet. I just got airdropped my uh, ticket today. Awesome. 
Yeah, me too. So definitely would love to meet you there. 100%, man. I'm, I'm trying to meet everybody who's on my podcast that's going. I don't know if that's an achievable feat as I'm racking yeah, up. Yeah, But, like, I feel like I could do it, bro, especially if we, well, like, you, you should. know, we all go to the place, bro. We go to a restaurant, something. Yeah, like, you, 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 can always, you can always, you know, everyone that took the time to go on your podcast, just say, you know, everybody meet up in one place, like, and, and bring your a friend or something. Right? Maybe I'll get ads or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. But merengue, I'm merengue with- are you going to... Give us a heart. Yeah. yeah. Where we Hell yeah. So I yeah, I went last year. I think the hardest thing well, see, last year I was trying to promote a project. So I couldn't really have fun because my project was um it was it was called V Fiends. I, I tried I had meetings with uh Corso, with uh Maynu, all the the team uh, the team Gary people um to try to it was basically like a raffle. The raffle was to send uh, the one lucky person um, all expense trip to VCon, right? So that that was the whole project. But you know, we 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 did it the first year. We couldn't afford to send um, like to pay for the flight and stuff like that. But I gave out I gave away the VCon ticket to the winner. So, um, but this year, what happened was I had to shut the project down. So I I kind of bought back all the NFTs that were sold. I paid everyone back. So right now we're kind of on, on deep freeze. But this year, when I go. It's, I'm just gonna relax, man. I just want to go and see people. Want to, I want to, you know, meet people, uh, watch the all the talks, you know, just as much absorb as much as possible, and not have any concern. Fuck yeah, I, I can't I'm wait. Absolutely forward to it. Now we don't always have guests up here, and I just want to keep time wise. Oh, I yeah. do have like five more minutes, but Merengue requested. So if you got something within five minutes to say, please come on, come on up, come Hi, on, Merengue. tell us what you got. Hi, good evening, everyone. And Koski, I apologize. I didn't know you didn't get guests there, but I wanted to say that I did hear you. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. You do not have to apologize. We just don't usually have guests. <laughs> there are no rules on this podcast, and if there are, I fucking make them. And I, I let you up, so you're good. You're, you're approved, and and you're totally oh, back. Thank you, then. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, I really was enjoying the part when you were sharing the parenthood aspect because myself, I'm a mom of like a college student. I had her really young and I was able to relate with the struggle of being, you know, raising a kid. You just recently has a kid, I think you, a couple of months ago, right? Um, and so when you were talking, it's kind of struck a chord with me because I can relate to the struggle. My parents are divorced. And similarly, you know, you touched on various things that I was able to identify with. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to say thank you for sharing that. And I cannot speak much because I kind of came a little bit late um, uh, into the the space here. But yeah, no we just talked about... Yeah, we're glad you're here for this part. We, we love Yeah, it. We love and it. I love, you know, when people share their experiences and memories. Um, but I wanted to share, yeah, I'm going to be gone. I did not own a friend one, someone um, from the community, just as a reflection at his leadership, the generosity and the kindness comes awesome. through and they gonna, the person is going to give me um, um, uh, the past, right? Yay, fantastic. Oh, and it's the same person he gave it to me um, last year and I loved it and I, I think was the best event I have ever been in my entire life. Me, me too. 
Honestly. Me too. It's like yeah. the the friendship, the camaraderie, the love, the kindness, the welcome, the warm. It just permeates throughout the whole event. So, 100%. and it's like, you don't mean no stranger. If you're shy, there's a person like me that is a social butterfly that is going to smile to you, is going to approach mm -hmm. you, is going to talk to you, you know, just, just mm -hmm. make that contact, you know, eye contact, just a smile and the person will take over. And, you know, if you're shy, it's going to, you know, it just, it just awesome. It just awesome. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love this so much myself. I, I've been to so many trade shows and I've been to like CES, I've been to Infocom, I've been like around the world, I've gone to ones in Europe. A v, VCon was the only one that I felt like warmth, like people are kind of just nice in general. No other show in the world has that. It's so weird. It's such a, it's, 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 it's weird. It's far between like one nice person but everyone else is like nah yeah i didn't come here to fucking yeah, talk to you yeah. buddy and i'm like what do you mean yeah. i came here to network like most of the people that go to vcon are there literally just be nice 80 yeah plus, yeah 90 and then plus. the other 20 percent, the other 10 percent are probably just a little bit too shy like like merengue and myself i was like way too shy because uh, you know what i mean that's probably why that's I, fine that's someone will come up to you probably yeah. you know what i mean as long as you don't fucking shrug them yeah, off you're good 100 oh, i love it I can't wait to I can't wait to meet you both like in person. Yeah, I, I don't know if you noticed a girl with a bird hat around Beacon. That was me. Just uh, okay. I, I may have I may have like captured you in a video or something. The bird hat. Well, are you gonna be wearing the same bird hat? I'm gonna wear another hat, but I haven't decided which one to make. Okay, <laughs> okay cool. Do a bird hat. Do an adaptable alien. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how that while yeah. we come. I have various ideas. I have made other hats. Like I have decisive dog. I have curious crane. I have um uh the the hummingbird. I have a couple of hats that I made. All birds right now because I'm working with feathers recently. I'm a fixation with feathers right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so random. Um, but. I, I don't know which one to, to do. Like I do have the the stuff to do, like the alert ape and other hats, but I have not decided which one I want to do for myself. Okay, <laughs> can you post it when you do? Then I'll I'll know to look out now. At least no one like right away it's you. I will do, definitely we'll do, we'll do. Awesome. We will be looking uh forward to this upcoming surprise. As it is, I do have some daddy duty coming up. Hopefully, it is not literally some duty. Maybe it's P. I'd rather it be P, but it may be daddy duty duty. Who knows? I'm going to find out. Um, wife needs a break. But thank you, Merengue, for coming up. Thank you for letting us know that the experiences we're sharing are of value to you. That's always the goal, to provide value to the listeners on some level. I mean, first and foremost, you know, transparently, my perspective is to provide value to the guest and make sure the guest feels the conversation is value. But, you know, immediately after that, it's the listener. So I, I'm glad that you kind of chimed in and said, yeah, like I got some value out of that. I relate to that. I see me in your stories. I can see me in your story. I love that. That's, that's what it's all about. That's what talking about life is about, to realize that, you know, there's a broad spectrum of life, but we're all the fucking same kind of, humans on some level through it and where is that point and the podcast is about that so thank you for coming up and then we're also going to say thank you to alex alex thank you for coming on i enjoyed you know connecting with you i enjoyed your stories hearing about your travel we're going to travel to vcon and meet up there together so that's going to be fucking dope thank you again for your time and everything you know that you put out there into the universe and the positivity and the passion 
Thank you for, you know, the analogies, the cool stories, the tambourining thing. I like that. You get a little sunshine <laughs> to that. I love that. I'm going to do some tambourining myself in the ways that I know how and are best for me. Got a tambourine for the wife. She got a tambourine for me. I love it. You got to support each other. And, you know, the support, you know, the, the, the lead singer is the tambourine player kind of yeah, thing, you know? And it's, right. and, and it's like, fuck, fuck you, Monday. I'm going to make you Saturday. It's the fuck you, Monday, whole, bro. It's that's like right. turning, turning them on their head. So that's what it's all about. That's and right. then we always uh, also, we thank it right back to God again, the universe. Again, however you see it, however you conceptualize it. If you're someone who can see some sort of force that's larger than you, that's, you know, that's what we thank for just making this fucking magic happen. I'm a believer. God is real. God is good. And the last message we always close out on, it's another person. I believe we will see a VCon. It is Afakasi at Afakasi brand on Twitter. He runs the barbershop spaces which I came up as a as a finding my voice in the barbershop spaces. I was shyer about being mm. a spaces host before that. So that was a good place for me to kind of vibe. It was the barbershop is another chill space. That's where I kind of got the feel and what I want to do. Um, so shout out to him. But his message is, if you haven't heard it today, you are loved. I always say there is light and dark in the world. But one way to think about it is, like I said, E equals MC squared. There's some sort of oneness. You know, oneness is the source. Consciousness comes from it. Life comes from it. I believe love comes from it. So if love comes from it, I think one way to see it is that the oneness itself, another name for it besides God is love. So not only are you love, but you are love itself incarnate. You know, love creates people. Love created the Big Bang. I like to think of it that way. As uh, Alex kind of pointed out, you write your own stories. Everything happens for a reason if you believe in God. And even if you don't, everything happens for a reason if you're a fucking author of your own life and you give it a reason and you write one down. So that's it. You know, embrace life, embrace the force of love and living. And if you have not heard it today, you are 